0: It's Johnny again And this time I want to kind of continue A little bit On the topic of trees But really Flow into You know the topic of nature Okay so So we were talking about trees Uh, We ended on the elder tree And the elder tree You know is is really just a, A fantasy Tree that Kind of made, and I think it's something I appreciate a lot because you know the effort that kind of goes into it and the grandeur of it all. So, speaking of the elder tree, the elder tree can be found nowhere, just as a reminder because it doesn't exist, but it's right here, right in my temple, you know, it's in my head and it's there. And for you guys, listening, now it's in your head, right? If you didn't listen to the first one, the first podcast said uh, that the elder tree is a huge, huge tree. It's a huge tree, uh, colored green, with about, you know, an average of 40 or so golden stripes, and it hangs from other trees. So I would imagine like a Yosemite tree would be capable of holding the elder tree, but that's not the important part. The important part today is just the nature of the tree. So, the tree, you know, has a lot of particular details or specific characteristics to it, but each tree is individual, so you look at uh, a pine tree, and you can say, You know it has the bark that's kind of layered right super flaky and it's uh really rough you can look at the needles and say you know they're thin usually green colored until they're they're dying out and they turn a little orange or brownish color and they're kind of pointy on the ends but they also have the roots and then they have the trunks that really put it all together. But what makes a tree, tree? You know, that's the real question. So, is it those characteristics? Or is it the fact that it grows out of the ground? Gets life from the sun, if you will, you know? It, it uh, takes in the sun... I don't, I'm not sure about the biology, I'm not 100% on the biology, but I do know it turns chlorophyll, or it makes chlorophyll, which really feeds the tree, right? Keeps it alive. So the nature of the tree is what's important. Because a chair can't be a tree, even if it's made out of wood, because it doesn't have that essence of a tree, the chlorophyll part right it can have the details it can have even pine needles sticking out of it it can have roots sticking out of it but if it it's not seated in the ground and it makes or it feeds itself keeps itself alive then it's just not possible to be a tree and I think that can relate to or that kind of uh, description that kind of logic can flow into most things like for example people you know You can make a wax figure that looks like a human, but it would never be human because its nature, its essence is different, right? I think also that can be applied to a dog, you know? A dog isn't an apple because an apple not only has particular characteristics, but like I said, something can look like an apple but never be an apple because the apple has the seeds, has the stem, right? Right? But the most important part of an apple, as we know it, is it's edible. It's edibility. Oh, it's edible. (laughs) It's edibility. Yeah, that's the most important part, I believe. It's skin is not tough. It's pretty easy to get through. And then the core, you know, has the seeds and it has the little plasticky uh, type uh, covering in the core. So, really, today I just want to talk about, uh, I wanted to cover just the nature of things, which I think is super important. Um, Just for coherence and understanding why things are, how things are, and how they don't change despite particular characteristics. And things are things as they are because of their essence, not because of how we label them, you know, and such, and how we understand them. The name is very important once it's placed, like an apple was... You know, it was just a thing before it was named. Now everyone knows it as an apple. But it doesn't change it to a peach or a pear or a banana or a dog just because we want it to. And, you know, I don't mean to get political or anything, but I think that can be applied to the same thing. Like whenever we talk about gender, you know, gender is so it, – it just is. There, there definitely are, like, you know, the people with both genitalia. But that's, that's something on its own. And sexuality, you know, man, all that stuff's crazy, but it doesn't change, man. You're either born a man or you're born a woman and you want to change because you want to, you know, but you're still a woman or a man as, as you're born or you're both. That, I mean, that's it. But either way, you still lean, you know, usually, or as far as I know, even those who have both genitalia lean either more towards women and more towards a woman or more towards a man. And it doesn't change, you know. They just have both. Like a man is born a man, and a woman's born a woman. So nature, man, super important. There's so many things you can you can apply this to. But yeah, guys, today I just wanted to cover that. Go uh, a little logic on you, a little philosophy, and and, and natural, natural, uh huh, natural argument uh, on uh, how things are. So yeah, guys, hope y'all enjoy. Uh have a good one